0: If you would, look at the Psalm 9, verses 9 through 10. Uh, let me read this to you. It says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those, those who know your name trust in you because you have not abandoned or forsaken those who seek you. Seek you the Lord. Let's pray. Father, help me to, to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit, any word of knowledge you give to me to speak to a person or their situation. Lord, if you uh, prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. Lord, you look at all of us today, but you see me differently. I'm uh, under a greater and a more strict judgment than anybody in the room, and I know that, and I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray, his name that I preach. Amen. You can be seated. It's good to see you guys today. I chose Psalm 9, 9-10 uh, because it is a passage that lets us know that he does not forget us and he does not leave us. And I, I did it to start off that way because um, the church has built in reminders, baptism, Lord's Supper, there are a lot of things that we do that we need to be reminded of. <laughs> Yeah, if we quickly can forget, uh, we we live too busy. I, I said this to Amy the other day, talking to her. I think you. I think we've become busier post pandemic than we were pre pandemic. That's my personal opinion. Um, but we just get into a busyness to the point that we quickly we quickly forget. So we wanna talk today about remembrance, but I wanted to start off with the verses that he remembers you. He doesn't forsake you. Forsake means forget. He doesn't abandon you, he's been with you. And today we want to remember his life and his death, his sacrifice, and even the sacrifice of others, but the greatest sacrifice being his. So I wanna begin with Philippians 1, verses two and three for just a moment uh you know when we leave this place today we're gonna say grace and peace right okay Stuart home usually leads us in that in the early service that's their gig okay so it's all over scripture you're saying where'd you get that well it's in the writings of paul it's in the writings of simon peter but grace to you and peace from god our father and and the lord jesus christ i give thanks to my god for every remembrance of you Uh, hope church is getting ready to hit 25 years old which is hard for me to believe Uh, we started in august in 1998 and uh we are reaching that that point and uh, i know that uh, people come and go i've known that for a long time don't forget i'm a preacher's kid Uh, my son is third generation pastor uh, so we know that people come and go Uh, and they do i've said I, i pastor and disciple people if i'm with them six minutes six days, six weeks, or six months, or six years, you know? Uh, it is uh, because people do come and go. And after COVID, uh, I looked at it as a time to just relaunch our church because we just have a different group of people than we did before March of 2020. And, and that's not a bad thing, that's a, that's a good thing. So, uh, and mainly our launch is, is focused on discipleship. But uh, I, I, I start, I choke up when I tell people our story. When I tell people our story, uh, I just want you to know that when I look back over those 20 year, 25 years, uh, I thank my God for you. I thank you for your faithfulness. There I am getting choked up again, right? And I've always said when you get them crying is a great time to take the second offering, right? I, uh, I want to thank you for your generosity. I want to thank you for being a church that goes the second mile. When you're tired, you're just tired, weary. Scripture says that to us. Don't, don't give up. Don't give up in doing good because you are going to reap a harvest. And we all get tired. We do. But just thank you for being... People who go the second mile. It's really a good plug with Bible school just being around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, And we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to go the second mile, it's tough. There's a lot of things that press on our lives, family and our careers and all that's involved, our work. I wanna thank you for your prayers. I know you give them. The Lord has blessed us. Uh, I, 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 love the, I, I love the fact that you're willing to be flexible and rearrange. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen without complaint, but at least you're willing to, to rearrange your life uh, for what we need to do for the kingdom. Thank you for serving him. Thank you for your attendance. When I say faithfulness earlier, I didn't just mean attendance. I'm saying this now, thank you for your attendance. And thanking for your willingness to be sent, and to not only be sent, but to be able to send other people, and be so eager with the kingdom. I just, as we remember today, okay, as we remember today, I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you. Uh, so many stories, so many stories in the life of this church. So I just want to tell you thanks. Uh, I want us to remember others. I want us to remember other people today. And you're going, living or those who are passed on? I'm gonna say passed on. That's really what Memorial Day is set up to be. Those truth tellers that God has put in your life, uh, those people who walked into your world when everybody else walked out. That's my definition of a true friend. They walk in when everybody else walks out. Um, And am I grateful? I mean, there's a lot of military in my family, a lot of law enforcement in my family. Uh, And uh, one of my uncles was a POW. Uh, we didn't know if he was living or dead for a number of years. Um, I, uh, I just remember when he came home, I had all these little boy questions and my dad would uh, say, listen, don't bother Uncle Ed with all those questions. And I'm, I'm wanting to go in there with just my imagination and, and just ask him all these things. So we've all had people serve. But I want you to hear on Memorial Day, I have the freedom to preach the gospel Uh, we have the freedom to send other people Uh, we can we can fuss and complain and we do but I want you to remember the freedoms that we do have today and uh, let's not take it lightly that it's just my freedom to do what I want but I do have the freedom to present the gospel of Jesus Christ and I am grateful for that freedom so I want you to see Psalm one sixteen fifteen, And obviously this scripture is about those who die in the Lord. I wish everybody that passed away, passed away faith, with their faith and trust in Christ, but that's not true. I wish it were true, but it's not. Uh, we work hard for it to be that point, uh, presenting the gospel so that they do. But the death of his faithful ones is valuable, precious to him in the in the sight of the lord uh and uh, here's what i want to do during this segment and uh it's uh some of you may remember uh, a vocalist back in the 80s and the 90s his name was steve green and uh i certainly know it because julie used to sing a lot of his songs so, uh, he, he's not the contemporary version that we have today, but uh, he wrote a song called Safely Home. And I love that. I love this song. We're not going to play it on the stage, we're going to play it through our sound system here in just a moment. But I, I want to talk to you about this song for a second. Um, it is a song that speaks to our grief. It is a song that helps us remember people uh, that are near and dear to us, our loved ones, uh, friends, people who God has used in our life. It is a, it is a time to remember that. But it, this is a song that is gonna be remembering his promise to us, his assurance to us. And here here's the catch in this song. It is a song from Jesus to us. Most of us sing and participate in songs that are from us to Jesus. But this song is from him to all of us. So uh, I'm gonna be a basket case, okay? So I'm gonna go off to the side. I'm gonna empty personally the stage and uh, let's just listen to this song for a moment, okay? And it is about our loved ones who've gone on to be with the Lord, his promise, his assurance, speaking to our grief. And this is just a great reminder. But during this song, let's remember the people that God has put in our life who have gone on to be with him, okay? Let's listen faithfully to this. So uh, thank you for walking with me in that. There are times in my grief as a pastor, I'll let you into the window of my life. That I, I often play that song when I'm reminded of uh, of people who have gone on. I hope it blessed you today. There's just great assurance and promise in that song that come from His Word. I want us to remember today uh, that this is the day of Pentecost. Do you remember last Sunday we handled Ascension? and uh, the ascension happened 40 days after the resurrection of jesus and then uh, we know that 10 days after the ascension is when the holy spirit came so today uh, last thursday would have been the day or uh, uh, Thursday before last would have been the day of ascension. And today, 10 days later, becomes the, uh, the day of Pentecost. Why is that such a big deal? It's when the Holy Spirit birthed the church. On this day, the church of Jesus Christ was birthed. And I want, I want to remind you of something. Um, we obviously are gonna look at everything from a Western view because this is where we live. But I want to remind you, we can think about what's happening throughout our world and and going on even throughout our nation. And here's what I want to remind you today. The church of Jesus Christ will never be destroyed. I want you to know that I love to say that because I need to, what is this weekend? It's a memorial weekend. I, I want to remind you that the church of Jesus Christ will never be destroyed. Kings, nations, armies, Satan, hell itself will never be able to destroy the church. It is unhindered. It's what the book of of Acts tells us. It is an unhindered gospel. And as a preacher, I thank you for what we do to present the gospel and even the kingdom. But you need to remember this. I want you connected in relationship with Jesus and I want you in the fellowship of his church because neither one will be destroyed. Never be destroyed, never gonna happen. Uh, So today is a day we remember that the Holy Spirit gives birth. He gives birth to the church. And in looking at the Holy Spirit today, we we know that he leads and he guides and he directs and he feels and he convicts, he assures, he calls, he comforts, he teaches, he helps. He's got a big job description, doesn't he? And he is sent to us by the Father. But it, it says he teaches. Look at John 14, 26 for just a moment. He, he, he teaches, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, the Father will send him in my name and he will teach you all things. And what are we doing this weekend? We're remembering, right? And, and he has a ministry too that's called the Ministry of reminding. He will teach you all things and remind you of everything that I have told you. Uh, I, uh, when we teach discipleship and we disciple people, we call this the spiritual 911. <clears throat> there are times where you're just in a, in a point where you don't know what to do. We go send up a spiritual 911 because the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you and he will remind you of what the Lord has done. Just like that song that I just played for you. <clears throat> I, I can get caught up in my grief and my loss and and allow it to swallow us. Like like for example, Memorial Day weekend, this is the weekend Laura and Tom were, were married. So, uh, and he's, he's, he's with the Lord now. It can be a tough weekend for us. For some of you all, it's ribs and hot dogs and hamburgers and steak and, and you're going, I need to send all the above to my pastor's house. I know you're thinking that, I, I know you are. But in, in that, it's a time to be together with family and good, I want you to do that. It's a tough weekend for us, it's tough because it was a, it's, it's a, there's a sense of loss. But even through that song where you're going, well, it's a song, but it's based on scripture. And the, the picture of it is the Holy Spirit will remind us of the promises and the truth of the Lord. But you gotta, you gotta let him do it. He speaks to us in all of our ways. But he, he has a ministry, and a ministry is to remember. And he's always going to point you to Christ. That's what he does. Christ is going to connect you to the Father but he, the Holy Spirit is always connecting you to Jesus and everything that he has done for us. So I want you to remember that today is the day of Pentecost. It is a day that the Holy Spirit has birthed the church of Jesus Christ. Last, I want us to remember him, Second Peter 1.13. It says, uh, I, I wanna give you a reminder here This is what Simon Peter is saying. Now remember we started off with a verse that says he doesn't forsake us, he doesn't forget us, he doesn't abandon us. But uh, we quickly forget. Simon Peter wrote, he said, I consider it right as long as I am in this bodily tent to wake you up with a reminder. That's what we preachers are here to do. Always call you back. To remember all that the Lord has done for us, look at Psalm 103.7 three seven for a moment. This is a song, This is a psalm about uh, Moses and about the people. And you know that Moses led the people out. He said he revealed his ways to Moses, and his deeds or his acts, his acts to the people of Israel is what he did. Now I, I brought this up. Because even in that song that we played just a moment ago, he asked, the, the Lord asked that you draw near to him. I am, I, I am constantly, not, not even a little bit, I am constantly teaching you to, to start walking in a personal relationship with Jesus, not just the fringe or the marginal part of the church. And I will do that until I die because I think that's one of the greatest things that is lacking in our Christian life. It becomes a knowledge, but it doesn't become an experience. And I want, I want to teach you to walk with the Lord when nobody is around. I want to teach you and disciple you that you go to the Lord before you go anywhere else. That you pray first and you seek him before you seek anything else. We are so busy, we are so hypnotized by this world that we just do without even beginning to think on what it is we are doing. But I want you to see this verse for a moment. It comes out of one of my devotions this week. And when I was reading it, it just, I mean, they all speak to me, but it it seemed to be a puzzle into this sermon and a puzzle piece that I needed to give you. He, being God, reveals his ways to Moses in his deeds, his acts to the people of Israel. Here's what I want you to know. The people knew his acts, but Moses knew his ways. You see the difference in that verse? The people, they know his acts, but Moses knew his ways. The people knew the provision of God, but Moses knew the provider. Big difference. The people of Israel knew of God's protection, but Moses knew the protector. It is knowing God on a very, personal way, remember I left you with the Ascension Sermon and it matches today because the Holy Spirit came 10 days after and in the Ascension Sermon, remember he's on the throne and that's exactly where we want him now, why? Because he has made himself accessible to us. And He it is a, it is about a personal relationship. Go to the throne of grace with boldness, go there. And I desire this for you. I just don't want you to know God's protection. I want you to know the protector. I don't just want you to know his provision. I want you to know the provider. I want you to know the person of God. God has revealed himself in three persons and he intends for you to know every single one of them. Not just know about them. So if we come to the table today. First Corinthians 11, 23 and 26. I wanna read this to you as we approach the table. Let me tell you, we practice open communion. If you are a believer and you're a part of this rug's gonna kill me before this service is over with. Yeah, well, it really isn't, Janie, Jane, it'll be okay. I know you don't, I I gotta watch what I say. You don't wanna, let me scoot that bad boy back. If he's gonna get me now, it's gonna have to be a long reach. All right, there we go. Now, where was I? Do I have to start all over? Oh, please, James. Not before the Lord suffer, okay? Don't be doing that. Uh, The uh, First Corinthians 11, 23 through 26. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it. Uh, I say this all the time because you'll forget it, but I say it all the time. On that night he took bread and uh, this is a common part of their diet. It still is in Israel today. Uh, Give us this day our daily bread, you know, in the model prayer or the Lord's prayer and uh, I think he used what was in front of him. And he used bread to to, to give an illustration about his body that was given to us. And I do, I, 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 it can be deep, it can be very simple in figuring this out, but I believe the simplicity of this is is that he gave them bread and he said, take and eat this, and uh, it's my body given, do this in remembrance. I really believe his intention was every time they ate bread to remember him. I really do. I think it's that simple. I know we can go deeper into, I'm the bread of life, Jesus says. and and he's born in Bethlehem, which means it's the house of bread, and I believe in the deep part of that too. But I just believe very simply, uh, Julie and I have a meal that we eat uh, occasionally, and it's one of the first meals that she was able to fix when we were married. And I could describe it to you, but I won't because it will make both of us hungry. And uh, But it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a reminding meal. When we first started uh, our lives together as husband and wife, and uh, I believe he did the same thing with the bread every time they encountered, which he knew would be often, which he knew would be daily it 's a reminder i I try to tell you, have your devotions, do the big five every day why so it 's a reminder we will remember what he has done for us, and it said that he he took that bread and he broke it because his body would one day be broken. And he said, do this in remembrance of me, he said. Do this, so he gave thanks for his body that was broken. On that same night, it says, uh, in that same way after supper, he also took the bread of the cup and said, this is the cup of my New Testament. Uh, Do this as often as you drink it and do it, and here we are again memorial remembrance, and do it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. You remember the ascension sermon? The angels, when he's ascended up, the angels came down and they said, this, you've seen the Lord go, but he will return in the same manner. You remember that? And even when we take the Lord's, Lord's Supper, And we remember, he is reminding us that not only did I come to you, but I will come again to you, his promise to us, until he returns. So let's bow before the Father, will you do that with me? And we invite you to the table. It's not my table, it's his table. We invite you to the table to come to remember all that he has done for us. May we say today as we approach the table, Lord, my faith and trust is in you. It's in you, there's a lot going on in the world, even in my life, but I remember all that you have done for me, the cross, being raised from the dead, ascending to the right hand of the Father in the sweet promise of your return, and my faith and trust is in you. Father, we we gather today to remember. We wanna remember the church and all that it does. We wanna remember those that you have put in our lives, Lord, uh, to grow us closer to you and to be more like you. And Lord, we remember today is the day that your Holy Spirit birthed the church. And we want you to know we carry it on. The gospel of truth, we carry it on, not only here, but to the world. We are committed, we are committed to that. And Lord, we wanna remember all that you have done, your death, your resurrection, your ascension, And even as we take this meal, the promise of your return, our faith and trust is in you. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray and that we pray together. Amen. You can come, take the bread and the cup, go back to your seat. You can take it here in the altar, whatever you do. Church, would you stand with us? Come to the table. The the spirit and the bride, they say to come. And God bless you on this day and this weekend.